Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Horrible Decisions. I am your motherfucking girl, that bitch, full court pumps, man, dizzle my nizzle, baby, Peg the Stallion, what's up? I don't know all these names. I'm Melania Trump. <laughs> nice to see everybody again. Now we have another person at, at in the room. At this point, I feel like you have an obsession with her. You have done her accent about three or four times now. Do you know in what? In the last month. It's really I, good. You, it's really good. <laughs> no bullshit. One of the side projects I'm working on, um, I'm writing where the person's an actor in the in the script I'm working on, and they do a lot of different voices. And my favorite one is, is Melania. Oh, my God. Y'all, she Monica. just said her favorite person is Melania Trump. Wait! <laughs> Tear it down, tear it down. Run it back, run it back, run it back. Y'all heard it here, baby. her accent's so fun, and she's such a fun person to do because, like, as someone that, like, everybody's, like, talking about, oh, my God, First Lady, she's so classy. Remember that picture with her finger in the I was about to say. She's not classy. classy, I don't think anybody ever used that word. Oh, yes, they do. Do they? If you go to MAGA Twitter, which I love clicking on the hashtag because I like to see how racist people are because when I get bored, I'm like, let me talk to them. All of them be like, look at our gorgeous lady. She's so this. Look how she carries herself. And I just really want to throw her whop on top of that. Yeah. Well, if you want to randomly curse out uh, a MAGA Twitter and racist, I want to go ahead and curse out the whore hive, bitches. I'm going to sit here and tell y'all to get the fuck off my taken ass pussy. Because oh apparently God. y'all are upset that a bitch found love in a hard place. Or Are what you saying it? I love you yet? No, bitch, because he's an Aquarius and apparently I uh, heard about that shit. We don't fuck with them. We don't fuck with them. Listen, y'all know I don't do the stars and moons, but I heard Aquarius people don't really show or tell their emotions very well. Or tell the truth. Uh, no, he but, tell, I think he tell the truth. Well, he just, he's just one of those where he's like, you know how I feel because I show you how I feel. And so okay. I think if I say I love you, I don't think I'm going to get it back. To so be fair, old days in Aquarius and the our we our relationship birthed from a fight. Like I was like, oh nigga, I'm done with your ass, right? We haven't fought yet. And then and this was That's about six. Bro. You wait for that. Is that yeah, when we wait, wait That's for when the love fight. comes out. At least fight. with them niggas. All right. See, I don't want to keep <laughs> no 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 no. This toxic but honestly, narrative. it's not toxic because sometimes people need to lose it to. Bro, it was 24 hours. It happened when we were in Detroit. Oh wow. We were in Detroit and I was like so depressed because it was this huge fight. That nigga called me and he was like, I cannot live my life without you. I'm a fucking wow. idiot. I'm in love with you. Da 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 da. He was like, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. But see, that's I what I'm like, saying. Yeah, that's funny that you say all these things because when we like refer back to page She's 16, not letting it go. <laughs> I can recall you just saying, We're talking, we're kicking it, even though we're meeting families and doing Thanksgiving thingies, and you're talking about how we're not like, oh, yeah, are we not nah. together? You know you my girl. You wait, know I fucking this, love you. Wait a second. How did my rant turned into your rant. Let me finish. Because uh, niggas ain't shit. You know what I mean? How she just want to take over my rant about her nigga? I, mean, I was very pulled in too. I was listen, like, damn, mind, Thanksgiving. Mind you, Did she mind that you, trigger for, Aquarius for, for, for the for the running time of this podcast, Weezy has had her boyfriends along the way. This is my first one. Oh shit! And, and, okay. And mind you, we had our Patreon recording, and motherfucking Siggy hops on there and was like, "Can we get?" Single Mandy back because I don't know if I like this new Mandy uh, bitch. And I'm like, you some other first shit? up, listen, but I'm not. I want I think I go to the sex club. You're Man, still on some other shit, bitch. But no, here's the thing. No. You can be slutted out with your nigga. And when we get to the motherfucking hors d'oeuvre, all my hors d'oeuvres lately that y'all been rocking with, the motherfucking beet juice and all this little other shit, 
come from my niggas. I don't so, think that's the issue. What is the issue, bro? I think the issue. Go ahead and hand. tell me your issue. <laughs> <laughs> what's your? It issue, might be bitch? her issue, right? No, I think that it's. Because it, it has always been an opposing side. Like, Mandy's been single, Mandy, fuck relationship, Mandy, whatever. And now people don't know what to do. Because what's happening is what? you're, it's almost like the person that they knew. I'm still here. No, no, no. But that's no. a real thing. I'm that's still, a real I'm thing. Still- because celebrities, a lot of them, like, when they're known as, like, heartthrobs and all that stuff, they stay single. Or they or they're single publicly when they're really in a relationship yes, it's privately the person they because think they know. because their the fan base is not going to want them if it's they're not in a the relationship. Sex stories, it's the attitude, right? Right. So they like, want the fantasy. Oh, y'all don't want me happy then. They like the fantasy oh, of you, bitch. You are always talking about I don't need a nigga. I'm happy. Fuck <laughs> these niggas. I don't need shit. Real y'all ass bitch give a fuck about a nigga. <laughs> I'm always a real ass bitch, bitch give a fuck about you a nigga. You have went off on this show about people that fucking post relationships but that's the thing i have not posted me and my nigga as it but you be. like talk not, about him non-stop and be. you posted him on patreon i mean but so I, now you I, see not that really i get i, I ain't really abstract it was an abstract you know, but it's now you see like when you have someone that you want to like celebrate and you feel like it's you can't you almost can't stop mm. like you want to share First it off. it's like when something good happens to you like you, it's not even like a flexing type of thing. In my opinion, I don't think people can show off about their relationships. I believe people just want to share But that's what I'm things. talking about. I want to say fuck the whore high because I feel like they didn't want me to be happy. Y'all really just wanted me to be a single no, hoe fucking that, married niggas forever. Shit that you were saying. I'm about to be 30 and y'all still want me to be fucking off on married niggas forever. It's just that shit you were saying does not equate with what's but happening. But I'm still eating booty. I'm still getting fucked in the ass. I'm still going to sex clubs. We had a whole eight-person orgy that I shared with Patreon. So, y'all, I am still out here getting slutted the fuck out by my niggas. I think everyone's fine with you being deep in his asshole eating it. I think everybody is okay with that. Bitch, he bent over on all fours. The last time we went to the sex club, it said, eat my ass. I ate his ass, and then I fucked a guy while my whole face was in his booty hole. Woof. Okay. (laughs) Well... On so, that note, you know what I mean? <laughs> anyways, guys, and you, uh, I, Weezy, do you, well, you in, included in my rant, so I'm gonna go ahead and introduce <laughs> y'all. We have a third person joining us today. I'm super excited to have this conversation. We is joined by Red. What's up? What's That's up? With two D's. Why Red? Because you ain't Red. Right. Everybody says uh, that. Everybody says that. This is something that spans back to when I first started modeling. Um, and basically, nobody knew who I was. I was very new to the scene. We were doing this fashion show. I had on all red, and I didn't know what to do. And so people just started referencing me by the color because I started referencing that's what they do in the south right so a, a polka dots yeah I'm from I'm a from yellow. Texas so Dallas yeah that, that's what they do I in the south yeah, what so. you don't like when niggas be like a red shirt no no because it started because I started like, hey bleach bond <laughs> Ellie, Ellie, Ellie. don't do that don't do that bitch don't do that <laughs> No, it started because I started calling this girl Keys because she had her keys on. And while she was doing her walk, that's all was jingling the whole time. Come so on, jingling. I was calling her Keys and she was calling me Red. People were trying to find me. So Black it's kind of caught really, on. We don't give a damn. We will make up What's your name? and make it relevant. Hey, gray shorts. Uh huh. <laughs> hey, everybody can have gray shorts on, but you know who they talking about. Sure do. So, so I, I, oh, I was going to say, I'm excited, guys, because we are about to have um, 
dive into during the horrible decision a conversation on bisexuality specifically in the black community um and so red is here to join us in that conversation and i'm just i'm super excited i got some questions um from our audience on instagram but also wheezy and i have wanted to have this conversation for so long um and so i'm really glad to be having this with you also this it really stemmed from us asking for a bi guy to come on because of the whole jeffree star thing with People either saying like, oh, how? Because he looks masked or or why? Mm. Or it can't be true. And it's all of that shit that we thought about, right? Like we've been seeing it, I think, in media and pop culture, whether it be I May Destroy You or Insecure. Um, and especially us talking about like bi fantasies or MMF bi threesome specifically. Oh, and that's, a, and that's the thing, especially with me. Uh, again, I joked to uh, Peg the Stallion as my mm-hmm. nickname early on. Of course, I think we brought it up in episode two that pegging was something that I enjoyed. And that's been a common question um, because a lot of the men that I've done this to do identify as straight. Mm. So even the conversation of your masculinity and your heteronormal, like your heterosexuality being in your Buddha hole. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that later oh, on. But yeah. you know, I want to just say very Uh-oh, quickly go, that I go. really appreciate you saying that we could ask you whatever you want because it's just on my mind and once I say it, I'm done. Okay. Who do you give better head to? What do you oh, think you're geez. better at? <laughs> you see how we starting already? What's more difficult? I love that. Um, I think personally I'm better at Sucking dick. Sucking dick is so much easier. I'm, it's bro. easy. It's easier. I'm sucking dick. I'm really good at eating pussy too, have but like, because I, I yeah, I, I would say that, and I would say I think men suck better dick than women. Oh, because we have it and we know what we want done to it. And so we know how to replicate that on another person. Because I, I don't have a dick, but I feel like I do it way better than you. I, no, there, now, there's some I, women that got, got that throat, like, oh, so on, we're the game throat, online. We're the throat queens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a lot of people, throat like, masters. a lot of women don't know how to, like, suck dick properly. So here's the it's thing, like, they too. watching too much porn But not only the out. porn, a lot of women that we've even had on as guests of the show, they don't enjoy sucking dick. Mm. So I feel like in order to be a good dick sucker, you, you like have to shit. enjoy doing it. Is it because of the stigma, though? Like, of, of like, oh, that being dirty? Or, how do you, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I do have a question for you. This is how some, are you asking the questions already? This is, <laughs> it's about he has a dick. But you know I have an outline. I outline. <laughs> this is a really embarrassing story that I haven't been wanting to tell on the podcast because I can't believe it because I'm so ashamed. But I have to tell it because tell I just want you guys Not to know, don't truth. doubt me. His dick is huge. Please understand... As my mother said, she knows it's genetic. I'm top five dick sucker. Obey called me top three. Okay. I think it really means okay. number one, but he don't want to tell me. And that, uh, what's it called? Lover boy too. So hospital dick, you've heard me talk about. We recently had a conversation. Oh, you bet fucking him, bitch. No, bitch. Ooh, we had a conversation. Hold on. He, this, a nigga conversation. Put you in, this nigga put you in the hospital? Dude, she said we had a conversation. He didn't put me in the hospital, With right? With that dick in your mouth. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the mic was too close. So we started talking about dick sucking and about how he know like his dick is huge right particularly like the girth that's i want to know what's huge to y'all though because i think well, women I, have a different idea of what huge hospital is hospital dick nigga women. take it like that so, he literally put a bitch in a hospital with his okay dick. two fair so fair. tilted uterus <laughs> um here's the issue he said to me that i cut his dick before I was like, why wouldn't you tell me that I cut your dick with my teeth? With teeth. And I know they're big. It's because you got an overbite. No, he was like, I I was like, you, have you always oh, been yeah. feeling? under?" He said, he oh. always feels teeth. I'm like, with me? He's like, everybody. He's like, it takes a special type of person to not feel their teeth. And he's like, so I don't say anything. 
I'm like, well, what does it feel like? He's like, it just felt like nails. He never told me this when I was fucking with him. Right. Yeah. And I was in shock. He's like, because I know you love to do it and you good. It, it feels good. He's like, but yeah. Oh, we do out here biting dick, y'all. I was so embarrassed, man. He, he said that he went to the Choppers. bathroom. There was blood, bitch. He Yo, said, you said the fuck. All right. If you, if you make right. me bleed, I, we might not but be doing this I no more. To, <laughs> we about to demote you to top Right. Game. We might have to. I want to tell you guys. I, we gonna we gonna say it was a bad day. But he said everybody sucked his dick and he felt teeth. It's but did too they big, all make God. her bleed? Like make him bleed. He said other bitches come. So I ain't gonna hold you. I put um King Noir's mold in my mouth. I couldn't get past the head. So that's why I was like, thank God we ain't never did nothing. I will just I tell you, it's a it's a little bit smaller than King Noir. It's King Noir. King Noirish. I know. Huge. I've had it in my hand. That nigga's dick is ginormous. So so this is a big is. dick to me. Like that. Yeah, when you can't actually when touch you your can't fingers. Touch your finger. When you can't touch your fingers. So, so fellas. Right? That, <laughs> that, no, that, no, that's that's way too. That's, that, way, that's not a normal That's too size. big. That, that's no, it's a, he is a two-hand dick. And so like honestly, this. I was so upset. But no, even that's too big. Yeah, so yeah. Guys, okay, y'all are watching way. on the YouTube. This is the tester to know if you got a big old dick or not. And it's we're not even talking about length. We're talking about girth. girth. Niggas don't need to. Do you know when you got a big dick? No, niggas don't. They be thinking that's why that little... Go rapper be bagging on their ass. So if you can't put your hand around your dick, so okay, if you put your hand around your dick and your fingers touch, your dick is like it's normal. If it's if, normal, it's normal. Yeah. If 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 a woman or you put your hand around your dick and there's a little gap between the fingers, that's when you know you got a big old yeah. dick. So your teeth could hit it. I just want to say. So I, now we about to normalize biting dick. You no. need to do some like jaw exercises. I'm a legendary like, dick sucker up. though, dog. And when he told me that, I was so upset, <laughs> bro. I had to text legendary. this nigga like, so how long did it Where take to heal? Like, what the fuck? Where your trophies at? Oh, at the house. He said. <laughs> I'm dead. All right, y'all. We're going to go ahead and get into our vanilla shit, guys. And I am going to be inserting a clip because I recently posted it to our Horrible Decisions page. But little did you guys know, bisexuality has been in hip-hop since forever. Um, So we're going to go ahead and play the little clip now and just listen to all some of your top classics, your favorite rap artists, and the shit that they motherfucking say. Take sacks to the face whenever I can. My managers walk out, we jerk men. Protected by niggas with big dicks, AKs, and 187 skills. Let me tell you something, you might got more cash than me, but you ain't got the skills to eat a nigga's ass like me. Bell groupies getting shaky when I come from the rear. Suck my dick. And all you niggas that been to jail before know that it's about to get thick. Bangkok and Bangkok. You look so good, huh? I suck on your daddy's dick. I like to fuck him in the ass while he beat up the pussy. Damn. I never had my dick sucked by a man before. But you gonna be the first, you little trick ass huh? All right, so there we go. That's what it was. Um, I'm, I'm gonna do like, you know, the little fancy stuff at the end. Uh, but basically, I wanted to bring this up because there's a lot of... Uh, I don't want to say gay. I'll say bisexual because these are a lot of openly hetero men. Um, but they put some sus, sus stuff, mm. I guess, in their rhymes. I also wanted to talk about how recently it's kind of been a trend a trendy, yeah. for for men, and specifically in the music industry, to come out as yep. bisexual or gay. So we have Lil Nas X, of course. We have Frank Ocean, yep. Tyler, the creator. Yep. It's also been something with athletes recently coming out. Who? Uh, Michael, was it Michael Sam? Yeah, Michael, Michael Sam. Why? Like, like I knew. You ain't gonna know them niggas. <laughs> bitch, she said t- t- no, touchdown in basketball. She don't I, be knowing shit. No, uh, both, bitch, both of them. So it's been kind of um, 
trendy, kind of yeah. like you said. A lot of people just being more open with sharing uh, their sexuality. So I wanted to know how that has kind of affected you. And do you feel like it is trendy and not genuine with people coming out about their sexualities in the music and media industry? What are your thoughts on kind of, again, this trend? So I definitely feel like, I don't know if I would necessarily use trendy. I think it's definitely becoming a little more acceptable. And mm-hmm. people are seeing a like they're seeing an avenue where like, oh, shit, I can get in and not get like crucified necessarily mm-hmm. for telling my truth, whereas they've always had to hide that shit, you know. And so I think society makes it hard for people to just be authentically themselves. And because okay. we have decided you mess with a dude one time, you're gay. You mess with you. You even think about this. You're gay. Everything you do that's not super hyper masculine is gay. And so people don't want to be labeled that if that's not their truth necessarily or even if it is they don't want to be ostracized for it and so now that it's they're seeing people successfully come out and still have successful careers they're they're jumping on right and and i think um one of frank ocean's biggest um songs what was it it was i i want to say it was thinking about you but one of them was about a man and he was singing about a man and it came out and i mean shit people still listen to frank ocean like regular luther vandro's songs is about men were they? People not gonna wait, admit that like, though. Wait, people, wait, were they? people not gonna admit that were. to themselves. I think there's even a lyric he has about him holding him or something like that. Yeah, but it's also crazy mm. because well, if we go into all of that, y'all love a good Malcolm X, but Malcolm X was out he here was, turning he tricks in the booty holes. Uh, yeah, like, um, and that's when he was known as what red. He was known as yeah, red. He was bisexual. He was oh, yeah. bisexual, and that's something that's so crazy because Glow you go love. And you, was gay as hell. What? That's crazy. <laughs> and and the straights are out here getting married to him. Because I'm just saying, little do they first know. First of all, let's be clear: gays just do everything right. Do they not? Okay, let's let's. I'm listening. Do you want me to go by the list? I'm going with you. Let's you can go. Let us know. Take me down Everything this journey. Everything we are all wearing in this room, including the homophobic niggas walking down the street, was chosen for us by a gay man. Let's be real, dog. I'm not going to lie. No. I am wearing <laughs> this nigga, and he's questionable in all Not to mention, oh, that color orange. The fucking you are not going to give shirt. Yeah, right. the color orange. I am, she's about to give us devil wears prada in the room that was like we're not going with jailhouse orange we're gonna go with a little bit lighter sunset orange thank you bitch yo if if this ain't the devil wears prada oh you think that blue is just something you you? i just i think that a lot of people don't give credit to all the things that are circling in their life they probably were influenced by somebody gay not to mention music you know what i mean specifically music um and like i said even in the clip that that I gave, oh my God, there's um one one where he says, he talks about doing it, but as long as it's in jail, it's not gay, but mm. we learned it from jail to go from behind and just a whole bunch of gay shit. That's the annoying part too about the jail thing. Desperation doesn't make you want to suck dick. You had it in you. You, okay, well, uh, wait, I don't know. Okay, so can we have that conversation real quick? Cause yes, you the one who used to that. date drug dealers, so I know them niggas was in jail one time and they probably suck a little dick or have or a little... got their sucked by a nigga. I told y'all. I don't think there's so, anything wrong with it. So you I, know, I told tell y'all me my, the jail story. My friend used to date somebody in jail, and I ain't going to say his name because he known or whatever. <laughs> but he said that when he was in jail, they would put pictures of their loved ones on the backs of the niggas that they would fuck. And so they wouldn't necessarily... Wow. Feel like they were fucking a guy, but just to feel that penetration. Oh my, that's so ridiculous. Close your eyes, bro. What do you just close your eyes? I mean, they want to imagine they fucking their loved ones. Well, yeah, I'd say that's fine. I mean, because again, being gay or bi is not about the act. 
It's about like what you feel, what you like, what you're attracted Ooh. to. Like that's where it stems from. So it's so, like just because you fuck a nigga one time, like that don't make you gay. So like, I just you had don't a like conversation the in in the sex club about that. He listened to our episode, so I went to the sex club, and this guy was like, "I have a bone to pick with you." He who? Uh, there was just a guy in the sex oh. club. Mm. I'm not gonna bring up his name, but he came to me and wanted to have the conversation about bisexuality because he identifies as bi. But he also is like, I would never be with a man, so I'm not fully bi. He yeah. says, just because a man fucks men, that doesn't make him bi if he wouldn't be romantic. Oh, please. Involved. I also would you, never be with a Republican, bitch. Let's be real here. <laughs> so what does that mean? That's just such an exhausting, like, I get so annoyed with that. Because people equate, like, I'll be with you as the standard to how gay you are. Mm. No, ah, my nigga. We gonna talk about that. That's yeah. dumb to me. Like... Yes, maybe you feel like there's maybe there's something about a man that you don't see as ideal for you in a partner. You've made comments about not being with a woman, but you never equate it to you've talked about like I see myself with a man. You'll yeah. see that. It's not like, "Oh, I'm not that gay because I won't be with a girl." Like I just think that that notion of it is strange. It they're, is. They're the, it they is. always separate that stuff like romance and like sexual like what you're actually doing cuz I think there's something like biromantic and like mm-hmm. there's all these different terms that they're coming out with. I don't know. By curious. Right, by curious. It's just like. This reminds me of those jobs. On the road. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm not totally hit with all the lingo, but I, just, I know I'm I'm bisexual. And a lot of people want to say, why are you not pansexual? Why are you not. Oh, we're going to talk. We're, like, and we're going to dig into It's all a lot. Of that. Like, like, <laughs> but also, like, we've talked about it so much. And we've had so many people come on here um, in this sex space who also just hated the labels altogether. Yeah. They didn't want to identify as either or. We, we've talked about the Kenzie scale so much on this show yeah. where there is a spectrum to where you may not fully align with bisexuality, but you may not be all the way gay, but you also may not be all that the way gay. That shit is exhausting. Yeah. I did so something exhausting. for Refinery29 for queer people, and in the clip that they posted of me, I was like, I'm pan, bi, ho, whatever. And some people were me like, I never heard you say pan before. I was like, I don't mean to use it as a joke, but like, nigga, all of them. Yes, I can understand me liking people for people, but also liking men because they're men and women for women. Like, what the fuck you want me to say? Right. That's an umbrella thing. Queer too. It's always super umbrella. Yeah. Super umbrella. So we are going to now get into our hors d'oeuvre. So go ahead and have Mm. your sex tip ready. So the hors d'oeuvre for you guys who are maybe watching us or listening to us for the very first time, our hors d'oeuvre segment is sex tips. So we do like to help y'all in the bedroom just a little bit. And so this one comes from my my nigga and me says y'all want it. No, let me stop. Um, <laughs> but so this sex tip that I have for today is just literally using things that are around you for sex. So this actually came because I realized me and my partner would be having sex and bitch my sex toys and my whole my whole little sex bag is in the closet. So anytime I wanted to kind of add anything, mm-hmm. it was a whole pause. Like I'm trying to look in my closet in the dark because I don't want to turn on the lights and mess up the mood. Right. Um, and so I, ha- I got an end table and I put it by my bed. And literally now on the end table um, and in the drawer, I have oils for it because we do massages a lot. I have lotion. I have um, lubes and wipes. Mm. And then I do just keep either a vibrator or one of my toys that I may want to use. So before he comes over, I normally just make sure everything is set up because it helps not having to ruin the mood by having to go and get lube or having to go and get the What are the wipes for? Just for, we go through through a lot of, of rounds. And so I normally get him a hot towel, but sometimes I'll just lay there. What a waste, bitch. I mean, I just use what? <laughs> sometimes use, you need a fresh restart. You I, like I like the little wipes. Sometimes. Oh, no, 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 no. I wipe them all down with a hot towel and all of that. Bitch. But also, I wanted to bring up something as well. As a household item, 
that is already there. I brought this up on Patreon. What, Myers? No. <laughs> Yo. I wanted I wanted to give you guys maybe if you're not if you're a little bit more vanilla and you haven't graduated to purchasing one of your sex toys with our code. I don't know if they sponsored this episode yet though, so I ain't gonna say it. But anyways, if y'all don't have sex toys, one of the things that he's introduced to me and that I've used for the very first time is a pillowcase. And I brought this up on Patreon. He literally, while he was fucking me from behind, he picks up my pillow and I'm thinking he's gonna fucking suffocate me or nothing, but no, he does not. He picks up the pillow, takes the pillowcase off of my pillow and kind of twirls it and uses uses it as a gag, as a gag. in my mouth. Oh, wow, that's then fine. after household he, item. This is a household item, bitch. Then after he takes it out of my mouth, he then puts it underneath me to lift me up. So instead of propping me up with that's pillows, hot. Yeah. Now is and so you hold it. Yes. He's now fucking me like I'm a whore. I am a stallion. You know what I mean? Did you say? Uh, were you going to say like a, a horse? horse? Like a horse. Like giddy up, bitch. Uh, uh, I like uh. that. With my motherfucking pillow case. Now you know every time I mean? you lay on that motherfucking pillow, you're thinking like I done told this I done told this nigga like we I'm doing the laundry way too much for <laughs> you. You may need to add an AKA cowboy esque kinda. You know what I'm saying? I got you. Fuck with me though. What you got? Come I, on. I, I'm trying to think. My writer brain ain't on. <laughs> I just jarred. You said a household item. I was ready. It for, is a household item. I Everybody was really ready for like something under the sink. A brush. I, but I don't know what you was going well, for. I was like, first off, you missed that whole episode. I done talked about how a nigga didn't have a dildo, so he fucked his ass with the with the brush the and him on the top. With the hand, I've, yeah, bro, that was such an old story. And at the time, because it was it was one of them wave brushes. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yo, oh, I just thought it's because he didn't want shit yeah, on. Sure Hold on, he put the bristle part in there. No, no, no. No, but you know it's still wood. The handle. Now that's it, baby. That's way. Yeah, that's too much. That's a little thick. We doing a lot. That's definitely the, the gap in between the fingers but, but yeah so i wanted to bring i like up that, that he didn't go for toothbrush i think that really no, shows perseverance you know what i mean it shows a little girth too you got a little but open you showed me this now. video before we even had a podcast yeah and i just remember thinking to myself like did he have nothing else in the home uh, maybe not yeah, but maybe, maybe not. not. It, but I mean, he, he was also don't str- do much. He was a struggling college student at the time, so mm-hmm. oh, you know, all like, you got is your little your bathroom caddy and stuff. And Whatever's in there, that's, that's all you. That's all you got when you got when you're and in the dorms. I also you put up the toothbrush, right. the razor, and the. You said, also, "What did my mom send me in the care package?" I, I also think he was waiting for his fastball to hit. You know what I mean? Because you know they take forever. Facts. Can you imagine? Like he could. What? Where is he now? He could have OnlyFans now. I don't know. He's actually. I brought it up. I ended up fucking him, and I stopped midway and i was like oh, this isn't great i'll call you an uber to leave like so actually by the time we did fuck it just was not good to where i stopped midway and was like you're not fucking me like the bitches you sent me the videos mm. of me fucking i'm cool like it just wasn't it what wasn't did he good. say nothing i called him an uber to go was he still there's nothing to be said yeah. he i don't yeah yeah well i was just like you gotta go well he did come to me from jersey he was up here visiting from jersey so he came and chilled at my crib and I think I really got upset because he ain't give me no bacon, egg, and cheese, and that's what a mother. Oh, asked you sent like him back to Jersey? No- yeah, I sent him back to Jersey. Okay. I, I was just, like, you gotta go. I would literally die if you a nigga shot me middle, like, whoa, like, my dick is bleeding, bitch, from that fucking. No, that's why he didn't tell you. <laughs> that's why he ain't tell you. That's why, because that, I'm but telling you, know you that what? could cripple somebody's like self esteem. I know he loves me, and I love him back. He's a sweet man, and I really cherish him. And I would really appreciate because my head would have been fucked up if I knew in the middle of us yeah. dating that I cut his dick. And I was like, so what did you tell? Well, real quick then, um, 
Can you give us a tip on how you would handle something going not so well in bed that you didn't like and how you would tell your partner? Oh, because the fact that he didn't tell me, I was that's what I'm saying. So how I was just so embarrassed, you know, hearing it now. Um, To be fair, no, I don't think he could have told me in the moment because I probably would have been like too fucked up. But he absolutely should have told me. He shouldn't have told me now, bro. Mm. Now now you ain't even got no way to fix it, huh? He just gonna remember you was making his dick bleed from teeth, right? You know what I'm saying? Like this is a year ago. Your legacy is set. One, you don't. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I'm sure he got. He came back from O. Okay. Okay. I mean, I just that means he really that means he really like you. Or maybe you made him bleed the last. I don't need the nigga to like me. It's still a good dick suck. Cause I asked, right? I was so like upset about this. I was like, so it was really that bad? And he was like, no, it was good. It's just like you got too into it. Made me bleed, and your teeth came. Mm -hmm. I ain't gonna hold you. I ain't never gone to the nail salon and been like, oh, she did my nails good. As soon as the bitch made me bleed, I hate everything she did. (laughs) Oh my god, bitch! If you nick my motherfucking nails, I don't care how good you make rhinestones. So this is not good. This is not good. good. And I need my money back because you made me bleed. I'm not. You know what? <laughs> else he told me though he said he didn't want to tell me because he knew i would start thinking about yep. it when i was sucking dick yep. he's Ooh. like i didn't want you to be doing it and be like he thinking wanted you to think he was a legend no he knows i won this fair so, square but he's but for me do you, have, do you have a tip one i wouldn't do it in the bedroom okay so i wouldn't do it like while in bed or do it before sex because i think that would have put that in my head but if he would have told me while we were out and like made a comment like about it somewhere else just outside i think i would have handled it better so but it, like, needs okay. to, it needs to be a light-hearted like mention not like hey babe let's talk real quick while like, y'all at shake about shack this, order fries be like about this way. head game <laughs> like i'm really sensitive and he's right he's like you would have mm. been sucking dick scared forever yeah Ooh. so are you scared now fuck no oh, okay so <laughs> i don't Look, she said, I'm going to take these Maybe I need to add my Invisalign back in. So, so Red, um, let's get a sex tip from you. What sex tip do you have? And please let us know if it applies to the men or the women since you're privy with both. Okay. Well, since we're talking about giving head, uh, I'll stay on that track. Hell. And this is for men and women. Um, when you're giving head, don't be, don't be afraid to choke. On the oh, dick, see, no, and this is like, hard tip. like, don't she, be afraid to choke on it. Like a little gag is actually sexy. Like it's it's, I it's agree. because because for a lot of men specifically, you know, sex has a lot to do with like a power. It's like a power thing, mm-hmm. and like to notice somebody is like gagging on your shit. Like that's really Even hot, and it's fucking turned on. And I would say if you're afraid, like some people say, oh no, I'm, I don't want to throw up or whatever. Don't fine. eat. Don't eat within the hour of like of like fucking somebody you know and if you or before you suck them because then it should be all down you know you should be good but again i ain't dying on the dick i ain't gonna lie i hate gagging but i'm also more dumb and i feel like the gag is me in a submissive state because now i feel like i can't take the dick and i really can't but you'll never get better until you get past that point where you because people be trying to put this much dick in and be like oh i can't like no, put I ain't gonna be mad. Put shit in your mouth. I even be brushing my teeth and be mad that I can't <laughs> brushing my teeth. I be like, what type of weak bitch am I? Jagging <laughs> with a toothbrush. <laughs> I swear to God, I be so fed up with my motherfucking self. That's I want to show you guys this video. I don't know if anyone has seen it, but I want to know if y'all think this is spit. Here we go. Or throw She up. loves the visuals. Uh, I'm not watching. Have I'm you not, seen? I'm not watching. It, it, I think it's spit. No, you think it's throw up. There's That's no color. Making, it's disgusting. Oh, that right there? Uh-huh. That's good. Right? But the... It's, yeah, it's a lot. She made Reese's Pieces before. No, but Reese's like... Reese's Pieces will give you... Reese's Pieces but, but, will give but you But is it really spit? spit? That's almost too much. 
Well, it's like when you come, when you gag, you know, gag something mucus. comes up. Like, it's gag mucus yeah. for sure. Hey guys, before we get to this week's horrible decision, we gonna go ahead and let y'all know who brought us this motherfucking episode. Of course, it was Charlemagne and iHeartMedia, but also Adam and Eve. Thank you, Adam and Eve, for sponsoring this week's episode. And for our listeners, per usual, we are bringing y'all the goodies. That's right. Adam and Eve says the best part of staying at home is playing at home. So take advantage of the downtime and choose almost any one item on the site for 50% off. Not sure if you guys follow the Instagram page, but there is a ankle to wrist harness that I am eyeing and my partner wants to try it on me and I am scared for heaven's sake, but I'm going to be able to get 50% off using our promo code WD50. If you want that same discount, go on over to adamandeve.com and remember to use our offer code WD50 to save 50% off almost any one item. When you do, you will also get free shipping. Also remember, delivery comes discreetly right to your door so your neighbors don't know, have to know how much of a goddamn freak you are. Wheezy, who else sponsored this week's episode? Do you need to take a break from that inbox? Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Ugh, I don't know how old you are, but who goes on there? My point is, we got to use our phones for some other shit. And right now, you're probably using it to listen to horrible decisions. However, you could be using it when you're done with this episode to get a little me time and recharge with Dipsy, baby. It's going to help you focus on something way more pleasurable than whatever it is on your to-do list. It's an audio app, not music full of short, sexy stories and guided sessions that are going to turn you on and help you get in touch with yourself if you know what I'm saying, baby. Now, there's something for everybody who and whatever you're into, they add new content every week. You can find stories about a spontaneous hookup with a hot stranger, trying a new toy, getting tied up. Now, sounds like horrible decisions, no? But y'all be complaining, Mandy, Wheezy, how come it's only an hour? Because we ain't got all the shit Dipsy got, Okay. But this year, you need to try a new way of getting turned on after you're done listening to us. So for our listeners, because we're all so nasty, Dipsy's going to offer a 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash horrible. That's D-I-P-S-E-A stories dot com slash horrible. Now, they also, I want to tell y'all, the guided sessions, I've done guided meditation but their guided sessions can help you unlock new confidence, gain heightened intimacy with somebody. I would like to try some guided fucking. So I'm about to go to dipsy.com and get my free trial, honey. 30-day free. F is in fucking. R is in relax. E is in e, fucking for free. Okay, let's get back to the show. Well, guys, I'm excited. We are getting into our horrible decision. And for this episode, we are literally asking all things bisexual and black. Let's go. Uh, because I think it is easier. And I'll be honest to you, uh, shout out to our 27 white listeners. I do feel like this is a conversation easier had um, with the whites. Um, but it's... <laughs> I said... <laughs> so like, I, I came out of my mom's vagina knowing I was a non-binary. I mean, I'll just say, I think it's just, it's an easier conversation in that community. I think a lot of guys, I mean, they play, especially with the frat. Well, I mean, we know where it stems from. It's the math complex that black men have right, right. so b- before we get into literally diving into our questions i do want you to kind of open up with us about 
um, your journey with bisexuality and when you realized or when you came to know know that, you know what, I like men and women. Yeah. Can you just walk us through that? So quick? my journey, um, well, one, I'll start with this. I was never a hyper-masculine kid, like, growing up. Like, I was... I was just a regular, I think I was just a regular dude, I, but I also was in choir. I was like, I ran track, like step team, How like stuff like know, that. How old you by the way? 31. Okay. Um, and so I was just kind of like that kid. I didn't want to do the sports that much, you know, until I got the later part of high school. But um, so people always thought I was like a little soft, like just, just for that reason, you know, oh, being wow. in the South, not playing sports, not, you know, wearing all the, the baggy clothes. My parents was not going for that. Um, so okay. I was very like prep preppy you know dressed um and put together and so because of that people would like oh you're gay, you're gay and i was like i don't like no niggas like i don't that don't got nothing to do with me you know what I'm saying so battling that was one thing i think my first experience with the guy was the summer after high school it was a friend of mine and they were they were on the football team all that kind of had stuff had you been with women first Oh, yeah, yeah. I I started being women when I was, like, 11. Okay. So, like, oh, okay. so like I started doing, like, you know, ma- mainly oral stuff and stuff like that. And then my first, like, serious girlfriend, we were each other's first when I, when we were 16. Okay. So, so that was all I knew up until then. So, I was, like, well-versed in, like, sex up until this point. Um, and then my homie, we were just chilling, you know, watching TV, started wrestling and stuff like that, as kids well, that's do. That's all the good points. Right, as kids yeah, do. And then, and then suddenly, you know, you, I felt like something like grabbing my dick or whatever. And I was like, oh, chill, like, whoa, 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 like too much. And he was like, bet we stopped. And then maybe like 10, 15 minutes go by and suddenly my basketball shorts are being pulled down and he's like sucking my dick basically. So I was like, I was stunned at first, but I didn't know what, I didn't know what to do because it felt good. But I was like, this ain't right. And so I made him stop and I left. We didn't talk for like, like, and this was my close friend. We didn't talk for a couple months. And then finally, he hit me up and we were like, yeah, that was crazy. We came back over to chill because we were like, it's whatever. And we kind of just picked up where we left off. Well, and now, you said, huh. this isn't right. Does that come from, did you grow up in the church? Yeah, I like, grew up. I what, grew up. What views did you have of homosexuality early on? Right. So growing up in the Bible Belt, um, it's religion is a big thing. Baptist, right. like, that's all I knew. I was in church five days a week. You know, I was in the choir. I was in... Uh, the drill team, I was in, I was in everything. Okay. Like, and so, yeah, my parents were not feeling that. Like, my grandfather is a, a pastor, you know, all that stuff. So, so I didn't, I never hung around gay people. Like, I didn't mm. know any gay people up until this point. When you had that experience and you said you guys didn't talk for those couple of months, did you start looking up shit that, like, porn? Did you start- I started, I, I did start looking at porn. Um, like gay porn, and my mom actually saw it one time on the browser and was trying to figure out what it was. And I was like, I don't know what happened. I was just like, spam, right? I was like, I don't know what happened. I was going through all the motions, but um, oh, I used to hate sharing them little desktops, in right? The house. You know, you had to With dial up. Dial and everything. <laughs> I used to hate. It that was shit. the worst. Oh my god. Oh my, and my, and I remember my computer almost it like jammed one time. It almost tried to print something like oh, a like no. an internet page, but the the printer was jammed. So it never printed, but then months later, something printed out, and I was like, "Oh my fucking well, at least god!" You caught yeah, 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 right. I caught it, but like, um, how much color is it going to use out this printer? Right, <laughs> like a whole web page. But anyway, so a couple months went by. I was looking at a little bit of porn because I was kind of curious. I just liked sex. I thought I had like a sex addiction at first, um, and I remember just I got to college and I met my serious girlfriend at the time, and we were together. And I was just like, we we went on a break, 
And I started messing with these dudes like from the neighboring school, okay, um, neighboring university, just because I wasn't trying to do with nobody by me. I was like, for real DL at this point. Like, I was paranoid. I was like, everybody's watching me, everything I'm doing. And then finally, um, I was getting real depressed about my sexuality. And I went through this this very low period, and I finally told my mom. Like I called her, and I was like, "Yo, I think I'm bisexual." Like dealing with this, blah blah blah. Just what, venting. What was her response? Her response at first was, you know, while you know I love you and, like, we'll get through this, we'll figure it out, are you sure kind of thing. Later down the line, it was a very different story. We went through a lot of bumps down the road. She's definitely coming back around. Where's your family from again? Um, My mom's from Mississippi. My dad's from New Jersey, um, Camden. But we grew up in Arlington, Texas, so right outside of Dallas. All right. But, um. But yeah, so that was a that was a different thing. So after I told my mom, I was able to tell my girlfriend at the time. What and was, so and that's one of the the things that we're definitely gonna get into once we um start asking about dating. So you did tell her when you guys decided to get back together. Yeah, yeah. How once old we, are you once we got back together. I I guess I was eighteen, nineteen. Okay. Okay. Yeah, around that. Um and so she's the same age. And no, she's actually four years older than me. Okay. Yeah. And so can you... I was a freshman. She was a senior. Can you share what that conversation was like? It was... Okay, so this was around the time that... And I can't remember what the exact exact site was, but they were, like, going through all the campuses and, like, outing people about stuff. Like, I don't know. There was oh, a whole I, I forum. There was, like, a whole forum was, like, so-and-so is is gay or so-and-so people had herpes. So so-and-so. Like, going through... It was, like, a... a U.S. wide thing, okay. like where all the campuses had a oh, had a colleges. site. Yeah, all the colleges had a site, and so, anyways, there was a lot of things circular circulating around, like our athletes at our school and all these stuff. People, so I was like, let me just go because my name kind of like lingered, but it wasn't my name. It was like I knew they were talking about me though, right? And I was like, let me just talk to her before something gets out of hand, and like that was smart. And so I told her, and she was like, okay, okay, like, and then she just had a million questions that she wanted to ask, and we talked about it, and it was actually really. It, it set me up to be able to tell people going forward in the future. I love that your first experience with someone that you were dating was that way. Yeah. Um, because uh, Weezy brought it up even early on in the in the um, episode where we've seen it now more on TV mm. with Molly. Um, and she was dating someone who came out and just said, hey, yeah, I experimented in college. And there was this whole, her response to it wasn't right. that inquisitive, nor was it that accepting. And I think that that is why... We do have so many men that remain in the DL. Exactly. That's pretty bad. But also, we've, we've had a lot of conversation and we've wanted to talk about this with a bi man for a long time about DL culture and like why it exists and things like that. Can you tell us like, did you have any, first off, like role models or mentors or people to talk to no. about? No. So when you talked no. to her, you didn't, did any friends even know? No. I, oh, I'm, wow. a, I'm a super like, like. I mean, people think I'm like just open and talk. I do talk about stuff now, but I, in general, I'm a very private person. My parents don't even know things unless I tell them. They don't know who my friends like. Like I'm very. I've just always been that way. Um, so I didn't really have anybody to talk to. I didn't have anybody to run it through, by Biden. first to, to gotcha. figure out. So I was just like kind of going off the cuff. Like this is this is what I'm doing. Yeah. And and I just want to know what do you want to do? Like because I I care about you, and you say you care about me, but like what's this mean for us? And so she was very, she was with it, you know, she was with it. She actually, she was the, well, I don't want to say, uh, but no. Okay. So she was the first person I actually did anal with. So, Uh-oh. so because of that experience, because of like, she was like, well, you have experience with this. 
Like but, I want to know. But you felt like that led you down the path. She, she was like, she was like, she wanted to try it. She always wanted to try anal before, and she said, "Well, you have experience." With anal, with other people, like fucking people, in the- <laughs> like, okay. like I want to try it. I want to try it. And I was this, like, "You gonna get this pussy for real?" And I said, "I said, I said, okay, that's that's fine." Hello again, it is Melania Trump, and I am taking break for a horrible decision show to tell you about the stock club, the Red Panda Stock Club. My husband don't like when I promote black people, but this one is very, very good one. Now, y'all have heard me talk about Ian all the time. Every week we're hearing his ads lately. However, the stock club is half off, son. Half off. Markets be going up during election, according to what he said. Actually, I think that's free advice, so take it while you can. But if you've heard him on our Patreon, if you've heard him on Market Mondays, his podcast with the Earn Your Leisure Boys, or seen him on YouTube, you would know Ian is the fucking truth, bruh, okay? I don't want to do anything. I'm not reading a chart. I'm not doing shit. When they go green, they go red. I don't fucking know. I'm just listening to Ian. If you join his Red Panda Stock Club, you're going to see all of the Zoom calls that he does, all of the video tutorials that he has, what stocks to invest in to secure your future, what stocks to sell at what price, when to get in. When the markets are down, he'll coddle you to bed and tell you what to buy and not to freak out. Trust me, it is time for us all to secure the bag. This is my passive income, y'all, is being a part of Ian's Stock Club. And I am with gratitude telling you guys that I am so happy he is giving half off to our listeners. So click the link in our show notes. It's not a code. It's a direct link that will take you to the half off price stock club. If you feel like you need to get to know Ian a little more, check it out for yourself. Listen in, listen to him, watch him, fuck with him. He's one of my favorites at the master investor on Instagram. If you want to stalk him because he's cute. If not, just join the stock club. He's black. He's great. We're about it. And he's for us. Enjoy the show, bitches. What about like, I'm curious, did you, or even with girlfriends now or girls you date, do you see that there's insecurity with them with like feelings Absolutely. That they can't compete? That's, and that's a. It, does it happen with men or it's no? It's exhausting. Um, well, not as much with men. There is definitely an insecurity on both sides. Um, I think it's a lot easier to, to date men. Yeah, because of really? that, because of that level of insecurity, um, I think men they're just kind of like, okay, you're bi, yeah, but they think they're like, you're gay, like it's fine. They, they don't, they don't really, they're not really worried about well, it yeah, that much. Especially if you sitting here saying they suck better dick, right? You like fucking like, with me, it's fine. But women, it's kind of like, it's not just convincing them that it's okay. Because um, for one, they, they always say, well, they have something I can't give you. You know, they have a dick I can't give you. And it's like, okay, I get that, but I'm choosing to be with you. So, like, you have everything that I need. You know what I'm saying? I I want to ask, that was actually, I I was going to, real quick, because it's going with what he's saying. Um, Someone actually asked that question, and um, the question is, do you need different things from men than you do from women? And do you feel that being a bisexual man, one of these people can actually fulfill you? I think, um, I think there are aspects of each gender that, that appeal to me. Um, I think at a base level, there are certain things that I want from a human being. And like, that's Mm -hmm. how I, that's how I look at the sexuality thing. It's like, I'm vibing with the soul. I'm vibing with the person. And that's what I'm going for. As far as sexually. Yeah. There's certain things like the more feminine side of women, but I don't want necessarily want that for my, for the men that I'm dating. Ah, Like, and I've kind of come to a point where I don't know if I, if I totally subscribe to monogamy at this point, 
because of because of that me personally i know there's a gotcha. lot of bisexual people that are totally you know good with monogamy they're with one person and they love it and i want to be with one person emotionally but sexually i know that i like to experience more than one person not necessarily not necessarily about, more like, than one gender like but more than one person ah. as someone who's bi for myself like i had a throuple which i felt like was like was the best thing right before. yeah yeah that's were you in a throuple with a man and a woman i was in a throuple with two men now yeah okay for the future right like you mentioned one person emotionally which i think i would want for myself do you think you could handle a throuple with a man, man and a woman it depends on them like because it's a maturity level it's it's like how you relate to jealousy it's mm -hmm. how you see yourself self-esteem and things like that go into a lot of it and it's it's really about it's like a chemistry project like getting three people on you know three different mind mindsets to come together and say this is what we're doing and understand that every relationship is going to be different like my relationship with you and my relationship with you is going to be totally different right. and we're going to spend different levels of relationship together but like i can't say oh, well that has something to do with me what's you ideal what for you if you had to paint it and even if if it's not something that you could like where do you see yourself when you think about it when i mm. that's something i think about all the time yeah i don't you're not sure i'm not sure sometimes i say like i might just need to be single like and like go have a baby and like have my kids. Cause I want kids right. and stuff like that. Um, but I don't. I, I don't know. So don't with know. this, so a lot of people do like what you're saying, and it's crazy because we kind of have gone through it too as being women who identify as bisexual. A lot of people either view you as confused, mm -hmm. greedy, yep. or even in this realm, poly. Um, so a lot of times, and someone Which actually is totally different. That. Yeah. Do, yeah. But do you associate? being bisexual with being poly because kind of like and even what we say i know i've talked about often wanting to be in a swinger type of couple mm -hmm. she's been in a throuple and also open and you're saying you've been in a throuple and yeah. also open, want, want yeah. both do you feel like they're one and the same I, I feel like um it's conducive to that like it makes right. it makes sense why they would go together but it's not a it's not a have to. It's not an end all be all for people. Like there are people that still just want to be with one person, you know. Okay. And and Polly's are like a lifestyle, you it know. It is a lifestyle. One person's also. It's not just like right. It's not just one time. Lifestyle. I hate that fucking word. But, but yeah, like but it is. It's I not just like oh, I go ha I go have a threesome a and a foursome no, 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 one time. When people tell me they're in the lifestyle, I'm like, oh my god, just say you're fucking free. Like. So so here's my question. We talked about this often as well, and of course, just amongst the the sexuality spectrum. When you're dating, yeah, because you date men and women, how early do you disclose that you're bisexual? Yeah, so okay, so with can I men, guess? Go ahead, go ahead. With men, off the top, it could be easy as shit. Yeah, with women, with women, you gotta feel them out, yeah. see how open they are. Like, I gotta see if they're feeling me first. Like, I always tell them before we have sex. Okay, so that's that's, that's okay. kind of like my hard line is like before we have sex, um, and that could be why that do you make be, that choice. Because I feel like wait, bitch, y'all in bed, and then you'd be like, no, by the no, way, no. I'm bisexual. No, like, no, no. It's like you, you kind of get a vibe. Like if you had a okay. dinner or whatever, you kind of know where it's leading. Like the night is leading, so gotcha. I might bring it up and just say, hey, how do you feel about this? Or what? It, what? Like, have okay. you had any experiences around? Like, and kind of segue it into there, you know, to get. But it's always a, a nervous conversation to have, just because you never know how they're gonna react. And if it's somebody you've been talking to for a minute, you. Don't want them to be upset. You don't want them to see you some kind of way. But, like, you also want them to know the real, you know. And mm -hmm. so right. I want to get that out the way 
off jump because I, I don't want to spend three months or whatever trying to like get to know you and make things pop what? and then suddenly you're like oh I could never do that what I kind could of never dating apps that. do you use I don't really use dating apps you haven't ever I have you seen his Instagram they probably just <laughs> slide up in the DM well I'm curious that is like a, I'm gonna say that is like a dating, dating app because if Instagram. you it can be but I'm curious to know because if like if you did have you just used like a gay dating app if, for, if it was for men or when you were on Tinder did you use both so I use because I had both on I jumped on Tinder before but it was like it was like passively. It was like for like a month and a half or two. I just wasn't feeling it. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and I was just looking for women at that point. Like, who, who do you feel more emotionally connected to from your experiences? Do you feel? I think more I think women. Filled? Yeah. I like that. I like the nurturing. Like I like that. Yeah. I love that. Like softness. Just like the motherly type of feeling. Like that they want to embrace and bring you in and all. And I'm not super outwardly emotional and so i like people who are and like because they kind of like coax me out of it a little bit like if i'm with somebody stone face like me i'm we just gonna be looking at each other do you see yourself generally like when if you could think back in relationships are you more mask with women or do you you play the same role yeah i'm i'm definitely because how i was how i was raised and like how my dad taught me like this is how to be a man kind of thing like and being in the south yeah it's like i'm super chivalrous opening doors all that kind of stuff and like i really cater to the women and like make sure they have a great experience like all that kind of stuff but i do some of the best relationships with women are the ones where i was able to just let my, you know let my hair down kind of so, and like just be be comfortable because like i'm a former ballet modern dancer um i used to date a dancer um as well and our vibe because i guess because she is exposed to gay men right. all the time the dynamic's different. She's not expecting me to be hyper-masculine. So like, one of, it was, the, it was that great. was actually one of the questions asked. If, as a bisexual man, your how you behave, does it change around women than it, when you're around it, gay it, men? It actually changes based off the individual. Because even, in, even with men, you know, you have more feminine men, you have more masculine men. And so I tend to be a, a more dominant person in general. And I, I so I tend to date a little bit more feminine men, um, okay. not not super fem, not not make, not, not, not makeup <laughs> and stuff like that. Are you but topping most of the time? Do you ever switch? I'm I'm verse. I'm gonna say I'm verse, but there's really any more true top. Right, I'm gonna say I'm verse, but I'm mostly top. But how would you yeah. feel about, or could you not do it because it's a woman? How would you feel about pegging? Yeah, I thought about that. I don't Did think you, I could do it. Why couldn't you? I don't, really? See, because I love this conversation because this is also, I like it. I said, it's been People are assuming people, you would just, People no. do it. But people also assume that as a man, if you're taking a strap from a woman, you may as well take a real dick. Right. So I love Which the fact different. that as a bisexual man who, you know, has taken dick, you like, eh, I'm good on the Yeah, thing. it's not the same. Okay. It's not the same. I mean, but my stroke game is good. I Calm mean, I believe down. you. You know, I believe you but got you know that. What, no, I, I'll give you that because, like, when I've had a strap used on me from a woman, I'm just like, it's not the it's same. It's fun. It's fun. It's, and it's, again, it's, it's it, I think for me, it goes back to that, like, power dynamic. Like, it's like, I would feel totally emasculated, like, by a woman, like, fucking wow. me like that. that now, I, lo- I love, I do actually like, like somewhat aggressive women so like i would love i love when women like choke me or like all that kind of shit like that is kind of hot for me but like to bend me over like to bend me over and like i don't know that's just like a like a really feminine dude like trying to climb my back like that's not that's not happening basically in your mind you like this bitch ain't about to bend me over but this nigga can't it's like if you but but if you're you're masculine enough if you're masculine enough and like you're dominant enough to be if you're more dominant than i am 
you can but, make but that work. Crazy, if you're but, not, you're not convincing me. We're not like your turn. Bend the yeah, fuck what's over. Your, what's your he's type for women? Then? He's bringing what's in what? the feminine aspect. What's though? your type of woman? Like normally, what's your type? Um, normally they're they're short, bright skin. Normally, just being from the south. Mandy. But uh, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> um, they I'm an ass man, so I love a fat ass. Um, and they're usually like more. Not I don't want to say submissive, but they're usually a little bit quieter. They're not oh, like not they're not like rowdy rimbucks. Just Never like mind. they're very right like what bring about home your, the mama like type of thing. Oh, okay. Like yeah, that that vibe. To me, me, what Studious, you described like, is like ideal girl. So like for me, I think I pick men and women based off of that as well. Mm. I think oh. a lot of bi friends I have do the same. Men especially. I can see that. They'll yeah. talk about their the woman that they like being with being like smaller, more petite, like kind of girly, flirty, and the dude being like broader shoulders, mm. super built, whatever. Like, do you like height? Like, what is it your thing for men then? For men, what well, again that that changes because I'm versed. So if they're a top, I want them obviously to be like bigger than me. Like broad shoulders, I, everybody I want to be athletic and fit, and that's I just like that aesthetic Same. for myself. I like people that like care about their body and work on it. Um, but if if I'm topping, then I like they can be smaller, they can be thin, you know, a little bit of booty, like weird. So it one ain't gotta the, be like one of the questions that it's God all over has, the place. With, if you're having like you're versing, you are having sex with women, but you also don't like to be dommed by women. Have you ever had sex with a woman and been thinking about a man? Or vice versa. Have you ever had sex with a man and you've thought about being a I've, woman? I've definitely both. Yes. Okay. It's it's definitely happened. And and I don't think it was like necessarily intentional unless we were getting to the point where it was like, okay, this is not like like maybe the sex wasn't that great and I'm like trying to get through it. Like so ah. I started thinking about something that was really good. And it, it may just happen to be the opposite sex or or at the time, you know, that I'm referencing. With when it comes to women, like you have talked about good experience. What's been your worst experience that someone's like? Has anyone ever made you feel like shit for being bi or? Oh, hell yeah! Hell, I've had. I, listen, I, I've definitely had women like flat out just like turn me down, just be like, oh no, you're cute, but like, but you that gay shit, like I don't. And I like I can't fault you. Like okay. do what you want to do, whatever. But I've had I've had a girl like tear into me, like you ain't shit, yo gay ass, blah, 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 like going all, and like loud, like we were like at a restaurant. And I was like, first of all, I'm not a public arguer or anything to the, you know, I'm just very quiet and calm. And, and so I just like got up. I just like left because I was like, this is oh. some bullshit. So <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and you said your first experience with opening up to your girlfriend went well. Your mom kind of took it well in the beginning. Yeah. Um, before we get into the whole mail and wrap everything up, do you have any advice for any men listening to this and and what you would tell them as far as how to navigate their bisexuality? Yeah, I would I would say, and I'm and I want to start here because you know people talk about like being DL and bisexual and how they they kind of conflate the two. And I would say definitely there was a period that a lot of bisexual people do go through a DL period because they're afraid, mm -hmm. you know. But be, it's because of society does not allow people to be who they are authentically, mm -hmm. and so they feel like they have to hide it. But I would say. You know, because with that comes a lot of paranoia. Like, people are not checking for you like that. Like, they're not looking at you that hard. Like, re like relax, take a deep breath, and, like, live for you. Because at the end of the day, you got one life. Nobody else is going to live it for you. And That's you don't want to have regrets. And honestly, the more open I got about my sexuality, the the easier it was for me to breathe um, in life. Like, it was just because I knew where I stood, and I was very clear about it. And so what anybody else had to say, I was like, okay. 
Like that's are you trying to fuck me or like what are we doing? Because right. if you're not, we don't need what are we talking about? Mm-hmm. You know? What are we talking Ooh, about? Like that. Ooh, that's realness. So, you know yeah. what I mean? I'm like, ooh, keep talking. I about like, I like, but I do like it because I think it is easier or more acceptable for women to be bisexual Absolutely. than men. Um, but also for a lot of the women listening, I guess this is where you guys listen to this show a lot and open up your minds about kinks. I love seeing the tweets that they all nothing, about to look him up. Nothing mm. surprises y'all now because we've talked about all of these kinks, but I think sexuality needs to be a part of that. And I think that this is where as women, we can help alleviate the the paranoia or even the DL community with a lot of our, our own brothers um, who are afraid to come yeah. out about being bisexual. The thing yeah. about that, like with what, so with women, it's like, it's like, I have a lot of friends who are like, oh yeah, no, we accept you. We love that. Yeah. Look at this guy. Like they're always like, they're very into it. But if I, if they were to say, oh, this guy's trying to talk to me, but he's about, they would not before. Like they're not feeling it at all. Like they're very like, ter- like tearing them down kind of, kind of that way. But they would, they think I'm the exception, right? Cause I'm their friend. It's like, you can't just be choosy. And I think in the black community, oh, no, we do that a lot. Black no, no, no. I was about to say, that's like. Saying no, Shaquita's cool. So like I work with her, she's yeah. good, but you, not you, niggas. You know what I mean? It's that, like, that, that it's like, like it, 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 yeah, so it's kind of the same. So it's you, like you don't. Do, do you align that with homosexuality? Like I just had that question in my head. Like I was, I was like, can you be kind of, kind of homosexual? I mean, no, kind of like homophobic. Can you be kind of racist? No, like no, racist. like you can't. And so I was like, damn, that because that knocks off a couple, a lot of people, in, you know, in my life who are like choosy with me, but like. Damn, like, but I, to I other wouldn't people, also believe so. them because there's a lot of things that they'll say that they're accepting of or okay with in front of your face, but they'll be right there to keep now that's true. With whoever's talking about people that are essentially a part of your because community. also that's they're true. worried about what it makes them look like, right? Yeah. Right, right. They're like, oh, now like you're dating a guy who's this. I mean, where do we just see this? What show was it where she was someone's beard? Was it the politician? Oh, I don't know. Mm. It might have been the politician on Netflix. There's a there's or so billions. Stuff. I feel like billions being that. Maybe like, that, and it's stuff. like they're terrified know. to fucking. You know, women are embarrassed too about that shit. Yeah. I, final question before we get into home mail: Who you got more under your belt? Well, at this point, men. Uh, it's easier, huh? It's easy. So easy literally, bro. getting dick is the easiest look, thing out here. If you go on, if you go on an app or Instagram or Facebook anywhere. And you message, <laughs> I was about you to say, message a guy we do like a social experiment. Literally, you be like, "What's up?" They be like, "Come on, chilling, <laughs> horny." You you look at, like it's and here go first women. Three. You gotta take me out to you dinner have to, first. Yeah, you I have do, to wine like and dine. You have to finesse it. You have to like give yeah. them do experience. Do you enjoy that part of that? I do to a certain extent, but like sometimes I just want that pussy. Sometimes I'm just I just want to fuck. Like and it's like sex and emotion are very separate for me. You know, I can just have sex and it doesn't mean anything, but I can also apply emotion to sex and make it something amazing. And I think, you know, women want it to be the two all the time. Mm-hmm. And I, I just want to fuck sometimes. Like I don't want to go through all this like this left and right. Man, I don't want to like, take you on three dates and then try to fuck. I like, can't have three. I mean, we can if I'm feeling you like that. But if I'm just like, damn, you oh, fine. Like, and I then let's have talk about fun. the hoes reading the Steve Harvey book and want to put you on three. Oh, months. that's oh, not happening. Ninety days. That's not happening. You know what I mean? Lori ain't do that. Yeah, facts. I gotta well, be like. I mean, really Lori got an AP bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I might give us give a little pussy for an AP. I ain't gonna hold you. Give a little pussy. Give a lot of pussy and a pussy. The whole. I bite your dick. <laughs> all right so guys um today uh we do not have a whole mail we have a whole confession mm. from one of our members of the whore hive they say hi guys i'm a proud member of the whore hive and love listening to every episode this email isn't a question it's just an appreciation email to thank you guys for your platform because of you two 
I knew how to mentally prepare myself for getting flown out of the country by a nigga. Let's just say the trip turned out to be trash as this nigga thought he was fucking around with some bitch who isn't used to shit. Oh, shit. There's something about discovering that a nigga ain't shit while you're on a trip that he paid for, but being able to book an early flight home without needing him or his trash ass accommodations. I obviously knew <laughs> to always bring my own money on any date, but if it weren't for you guys, I wouldn't have been able to chuck the deuces on a nigga under these circumstances without feeling guilty. Well, we're glad you went to You know what I mean? Right, right. How was Cancun? You're both the best. Keep empowering women to be shameless about hoe activity. Amen. All right. And uh, I take a free trip, but not no trash ass accommodations. I ain't going to hold you. I'll look to see. I mean, first off, I do need a round trip anywhere regardless. But I do be like to make sure I have the itinerary flight change. Send it to me. I need that information. Yeah. Or I've been doing now. I'll be right on the phone with Delta like, yes, DL195. Get me out of here. Red, I know a lot of people people who listen to this episode and watching us are going to want to know where to find you. Um, And especially, too, we do have a male audience. So y'all can either slide in them DMs or ask questions. I love just being able to have someone as a resource, especially. I feel like we'll need a good follow up like a, a year from now. You know what I mean? Like, how, yeah. how much pussy and dick did Ooh, you get off right. of? You get we'll, a we'll do a tally mark. You know okay. I mean? Bring them on here. Bring you the black get, book. Or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> Bring it on. Um, but go ahead and let our audience know where they can find you. Bet you can find me on Instagram um, at Red the Model. That's R E D D the Model. Double D's like these titties. Double baby. D's. We like them. <laughs> um, but yeah, hit me up. I'm always like trying to share new content. I'm trying to get into more, you know, podcast spaces. Um, and just get the message out there about bisexuals. You know, we're real. We're out here. And we're trying to live now, life just like y'all. y'all don't so. be going trying to snatch up all of our guests now. <laughs> Shit. Nah. They was like, he said. <laughs> no, but. I said, um, let me follow for these thirst traps. You show. know what I mean? Also, um, guys, if you guys are all caught up with horrible decisions and want bonus content, we drop three bonus episodes every month. So you guys can join us over on Patreon. That's patreon.com backslash horrible decisions. You do have to type it in like that all of the way um, because it's 18 plus and we'd be posting not our own porns, but I share the porns that I'm watching and um, it is 18 plus content. So go ahead and check us out. We are going to leave you guys with a five minute bonus clip for that. Um, and also, as y'all know, always be be, be be on the lookout, be on the checkout. Follow me everywhere at Full Court Pumps and also check out when you're done with this episode. Go on over to Period Sis streaming on all platforms now. Do you want to go ahead and let them know what I want no. to check you out? All, all, those, right. all those links are in the fucking description. <laughs> all right. So go to the uh, description <laughs> in this episode again if you want to know where to follow Red. And we are leaving you with this bonus clip. This has been yet another episode of Horrible Decisions. Bye. Peace. Peace out. Because when we communicate what our boundaries and our needs are at certain times. Right. I'm teaching my partner how I like to care for myself so they know how to care for me. But it's really about okay. communicating it openly. And that's the intimacy that I'm more like focused on is that we don't have a lot of intimate conversations. Like you meet somebody and they're like, okay, what'd you see on T? What'd you see the last episode of Game of Thrones? Did Jeffrey Epstein kill himself with a fucking piece of floss? Like, you know, that kind of shit. But people aren't necessarily always talking about what their intimate desires are, what their intimate needs are. It's an uncomfortable mm. yeah. conversation. Yeah, uncomfortable conversations. But I love we, having those. But we want to get, yeah. So I want people to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Okay. Right. So, vulnerability, right, is a sense where we're like, "Oh man, this is this is like this is unsafe. This is uncomfortable." Uh, intimacy is putting myself in a vulnerable position where I'm like, "Yeah, but I feel I feel in a container where I feel brave. I feel safe in that spot." Do you think that yeah. your classes are good or your workshops um, are good for people that are single? 
Yeah. Oh, you get single people. Mm-hmm. Um, you get people who are cruising. They come and they're like, listen, I just want to come to class because I'm looking for some pussy. Uh, no, I'm serious. There's, there's a group of people that I, I like to call uh, Polly for Pussy, and that's pretty much all their interests are. I like are. that. Yeah, don't steal it. Um, what but you can use Polly for Pussy? Well, Polly for Pussy is like someone who's not really interested in developing meaningful relationships with people, whatever meaningful means. They should uh, just be in a sex club. They should just have sex, you know what I mean? But they'll describe themselves as Polly, as opposed to saying, I'm a swinger, or I like to have sex with a lot of people there's nothing wrong with that so we want to take the stigma away from whatever decisions you make so i actually yeah. call myself ethically non-monogamous yeah because of that okay yeah that's a, yeah that's a distinction a lot of people use yeah i i it's crazy because i feel like a lot of people don't know how to even self-diagnose themselves that way yeah. like you could have a lot of sex with someone and then get in a relationship and then you're also the person that's probably going to betray the person you're with because you're cheating. But you mm. people don't know how to openly say, hey, although I like you and I know you want to be with me and I do want to be with you, yeah. I also like to have sex with just a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of people also don't know how to accept that. What's your that's, ide- that's, um, mm. definition of the difference between the both, being poly and non-monogamous? Well, I think uh, non-monogamy is like an umbrella term. Right, mm-hmm. so it just means you don't practice monogamy, right? At least in the in the current part of your time in your life, you don't practice monogamy. Now, polyamory, which I think is actually a very very small group of people, because those are people who are developing like actual loving relationships with folks, multiple people, and trying to maintain those relationships. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, so that's not necessarily always the easiest thing to do. Um, so it's a lot it's a lot more challenging, and I think a l- fewer people fall into that category. I recently did a piece for Refinery Twenty Nine about being black and queer. Uh huh. Don't identify as poly. However, yeah. for this piece, uh-huh. I identified with every single term that fit with me because yeah. they are such an umbrella, mm-hmm. which led me to say I am non-monogamous, ethically non-monogamous, polyamorous. I also called myself a hoe. I use the term they, them. Mm-hmm. I called myself bisexual, queer, pansexual as well, which I don't do on a daily basis, yeah. but that's how fitting they were. Like, because a lot of these seem so broad. I'm like, yeah. well, pansexual, of course I fuck people for their personalities mm, and not yeah, what they look yeah. like. But I'm also definitely bisexual because I'm looking at you for your masculinity mm. and women for their femininity. Mm. So it's like there's so much shit. I feel like it's so hard to pick your lane sometimes. Yeah. And I'm curious to know with your polyamory and POC conversations, yeah. you said you specialize in that. What are those like for people of color? So Why do they need something separate? I try to specialize in it. <laughs> you know, so it's introducing that conversation um, on a broader scale is definitely more challenging. I think people of color, especially when they have the experience of living in, in the U.S., mm-hmm. right? So our sexuality is either over-sexualized and fetishized or it's over-sexualized and demonized, you mm-hmm. know? So we've so the America has used the black sexuality to outlaw drugs, to create uh, segregation laws, 